0: Today on the breakdown, the Tricket Invitational Cash Game is a huge cash game. They're doing 100, 200 pound blinds, and there was a straddle as well. And both Paul Newey and Sam Tricket flopped huge. Well, one of them flopped huge, one of them turned huge, but whatevs. Man, oh man, this is <laughs> quite, <laughs> I said, man, oh man, it's quite, quite the cooler. And someone's in trouble. Big money trouble. <laughs> we're going to attempt to take it apart in the breakdown right now with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy.
1: Hey, very
0: unprofessional opening. Jonathan. We're not going to redo that one. Come on. No, I have to let the people know that you (laughs) are unprofessional
1: (laughs) enough to say whatevs during the opening.
0: (laughs) That one was pretty bad. That was, that was one of the worst ones of the last several months, I think.
1: All right. Well, anyways, we just don't care.
0: Sam Trickett. <laughs> okay.
1: Sam Trickett, who we were classically wrong about in one of his hands against oh, Jason yeah, Mercier, famously wrong. Yeah, where we were like, "This is definitely this thing," and then Sam Trickett was like, "Guys, it's actually the other."
0: It thing. It was a bluff, not value. We're like, everyone's wrong. It's value. We're the poker guys. And yeah, we, we were wrong. And eh, we took we took credit for being wrong at least and very yeah. publicly.
1: And now Sam Trickett is uh, living with us because yeah. we apologized so well and we made such a good video about it.
0: It's like in that movie, Only the Brave. Where Miles Teller and uh, yeah, yeah. Riggins become friends for a second. And then it's like nine months later, they're like super best friends. Right. And we, we miss it all, but but it happened.
1: We're like raising Sam Trickett's baby and stuff. <laughs> We're like, she's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how it is. You heard three of us guys, speech guys speech. and a little lady, you know, living together. Yeah. yeah. His wife. We don't want to talk about I meant that. the baby. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm just saying. Sad story. I mean, Trickett has some weird history with... You know, love interests. I'll just say that. You know that, right? Is that actually true? His girlfriend, like, got a bunch of people and they all beat him up and stole his money. That's Duhamel. Right. (laughs) Where did you, how did you conflate those guys? You know, they're both, they're both. Um white. they've done very well <laughs> <laughs> you know all white guys look similar yeah Duhamel Tricket's like 6'2 Duhamel's like 5'4 not like they were standing next to each other when I mistook <laughs> for one guy for the other right it was I think Tricket got beat up too I don't think so I'm pretty sure his girlfriend beat him up or something <laughs> I don't think so what are <laughs> you all right. talking about all right, 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 that Duhamel, Duhamel story is messed up though Super mess so lame. Can you imagine? Tell tell the
1: story in entirety because
0: it's people want to know. I mean, you it sounds like you're probably gonna you know more about it than me, right? So I don't I don't think I know more about it than I you. I mean, all I know is he's rich because he won the thing. He had a girlfriend and like didn't they just like walk out somewhere and like they were all just there and they
1: No, no, they um, See, you know she got she got a bunch of guys to go with her and break into his house. Oh, it might have been ex girlfriend by that
0: time. I'm not sure. I feel like it wasn't. Okay, I feel but like it was girlfriend. And she
1: knew like where the safe was. Yeah, and, um, they beat the crap out of him and stole all his stuff, including his bracelet.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a shot of him. You could find it on Google or the internet, I suppose. Um, with him like with a black eye and all beat up and like roughed up. You know, yeah, and he's like looking pretty sad because. I think it was his girlfriend at the time. I do not believe it was an ex, which makes it way worse. It's very sad. I mean, it's bad, obviously. Either way, it's really bad. Anyway, that was not Sam Trickett. No, also not Greg Raymer, who was accosted in a hallway by yeah. two guys with a gun, this is he why he took them on.
1: This is why you always take a check if you get a big score. Take a check. Or
0: they can wire you, or take it even in crypto. Yeah. All better than just having cash on you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have the cash. or Never, else. Ever. Ever you ever have cash on you, it's a huge mistake. Or your significant other will destroy you. You don't want to tell them what I'm doing? I thought you uh, might. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm, I'm not going not to dignify you. <laughs> dignify me? Yeah. Wow. I'd like to be dignified, but hey.
1: You know who is dignified? Adriano Alves. He mm. suggested this hand mm. in a very dignitary-like way.
0: Mm, yes. <laughs> what was that? I'm being like aristocratic. Cool. Mm. <laughs> That's what they do a lot. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. The they rest eat, of the show,
1: they eat like weird foods. Oh, super weird! They eat all like the garbage parts of the animal, and they f- pay a lot for them. Exactly. Like, here's some eggs of fish <laughs> pooped out. I love it. Uh, here's five hundred dollars.
0: I, you know, you know what sweetbreads are? Like, uh, it, yeah,
1: I've heard of it, but what is I pig,
0: pig related or something? No, no, no. They're just. I think they're from all sorts of animals. It's part of like the brain or something oh. like that. It's not cool. Don't do it. Although they are quite tasty, (laughs) but that's the kind of thing that you know rich people eat, man. Mm, Yeah, sweet fries. Let's have some more. Hey,
1: here's a snail I found on the side of the road. (laughs) Forty four (laughs) dollars. I cooked it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) still has some tire in it. Yeah, that makes it better. Hey, here's
1: some garbage animals liver that I mushed together. Seven hundred and fifty dollars for a can. Enjoy it, Richie Rich. (laughs) (laughs) This is a poker podcast.
0: You can tell. We have a whole other podcast just screaming to get out, you know? Yeah, we just... Screaming. Don't know what it is. We still haven't figured it out. We
1: tried Nato, and we loved it, and it Uh. still has a loyal following who want us to come back, but none of you listen to it. Not enough of you listen to it.
0: Somehow, we couldn't even get our friends to listen to our sports podcast. Our friends who are all into sports... We we're like it's really good. You're gonna like it, and I would even play them clips that they would love. They would laugh and all that, and they would no one would listen to it anyway.
1: Yeah, what's wrong with all of you? People? Really weird. I know there's a couple of you out there, Jay Racker, Colin West, people like you who yeah. were loyal.
0: You guys are true. Yeah, the true true. Anyway. Mm. Mm true
1: let's get to the hand with sam trickett who did not get beat up by his girlfriend i mean friends.
0: that you know of not that i
1: there's no story
0: about I'm it. i'm saying he got beat up by his girlfriend <laughs> okay <laughs> that's
1: fine you're allowed to take that position yeah. all right so this is a big game uh with the 500 dollars it seems mandatory straddle 500, 500 pound it's yeah. even a little more i mean this is humongous right and uh, that's why it's attracted the likes of paul newey Yes. And uh, he's going to be the main opponent to Sam Trickett in this hand.
0: Paul knew the kind of guy who's going to eat some, like, mayonnaise that was spit on by, <laughs> you know, like... By a dead a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> and pay a lot for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. $782 for that for that condiment. Yep. Yeah.
1: This is bread that's been rubbed on the feet of the poor.
0: <laughs> Here you go. Rich guy. Enjoy that. You can taste the suffering. It's amazing. <laughs> This Ooh. would just be a whole podcast. <laughs> you know what this things, is? You know the garbage is?
1: rich people eat.
0: You know what this is, right? right. Podcast number two. <laughs> yeah, this is podcast number two. Podcast number two. They always goofier than podcast number one.
1: We're going to spend at least five minutes talking about poker on it, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. At Maybe least five more. minutes. Maybe but more.
1: before we get to that, we're going to talk about a place where you can play poker. And that would be Nitrogen Sports Poker
0: Room. Oh, I love play poker. <laughs> okay, <laughs> was that I, racist? <laughs> it, no, just because you do. No, I'm doing. Uh, it is Chao Zhang, but oh. he said it very famously. If oh, you remember. yeah. I love play poker. So he's like touching it. It's touching himself but touching his chest it's a great moment actually just doing a chow jang impression okay no big deal good luck um anyway Ranu
1: like over there you just
0: always assume everything's racist you got to get off it and by the way you're the racist okay (laughs) good call so anyway um Yes, you can play poker and nitrogen. Once again, we just ruined the ad. Like, no, it's good. Nitrogen it's sports is like, great. They're talking about racism and complaining it with nitrogen sports poker. Perfect. Obviously,
1: that is, <laughs> there's no relation between those things. What there is a relation between is the link in the description of this podcast and your ability to play our monthly tournament.
0: Yes. That's true. Our monthly tournament is awesome because it's first of all it's on Nitrogen Sports, of course, and it's a super low buy-in. It's one tenth of a millibit, which these days is like ninety cents, give or take. And uh, there's a hundred millibits in the prize pool. It's always way, way too much money for the amount of people playing, so it's just like free money. You got to get in. It's called an overlay.
1: Yes. Don't mm-hmm. don't overlay. Mm. Don't Google it. Um. Yeah. Lemon so get party. on Nitrogen. <laughs> they they also have a casino and a sports book. Yeah. It's a good site. They're good people. Get on there.
0: Uh, speed of Bitcoin. Don't forget about that. Yeah. Super fast transactions. Speed. It's great. You got to do, do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Just do Let's it. Let's see
1: what Paul Newey and Sam Trickett do on this hand.
0: Okay. All
1: right. So it is the $500 straddle, pound straddle. And uh, Paul Newey, who is, as Jonathan alluded to, with the garbage food that he eats, he is a rich man, a very rich man. But yeah, I, I believe I've heard he's like a guy who's working super hard in his poker game. He really wants to actually compete with these guys who have been inviting him to the game for years because he's the fish and he's got all the money. He wants to not be the fish anymore. Yep. And he works hard in his game. Um, And I I think I've seen marked improvement in him, like since the first time I saw him on TV when he was definitely the fish.
0: No question. Yeah. No question.
1: He's got 200,000 pounds in front of him and two threes in the hijack, Uh, three spades, three clubs. He opens to 1500. That's totally fine and normal. Sure. Sam Trickett is in the cutoff. He's Wait, got, he opens
0: to 1500 Yeah. It's actually too small. There's a $500 straddle, 500 Yeah, yeah. Straddle. 2K would probably be better. Yeah, 2 2,200, but yeah. whatever. It's yeah. fine.
1: It's perfectly fine. It's not a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, Sam Trickett, with 390,000 pounds in front of him, is in Ooh. the cutoff with two sevens. Seven Sam Trickett knows how to
0: do it when you've got a whale of any kind at the table. You have them covered.
1: Yeah, unlike Sam Grafton.
0: Sam Grafton. Wrong Sam, I guess. Grafton, Wrong British Sam. Did Sam Grafton, did you get beat up by your girlfriend and get your money stolen? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: two sevens, he flats. Guy named Paul B., who's our first garbage human, uh, calls out of the small blind with ace queen. Who cares? Guy named Alex, under the gun, has ace four off. He calls also. The pot is 6.2 thousand pounds. Uh, wow, I didn't even write the flop down, but I know that it is... I know what it is. Yeah, go ahead.
0: It's um, 6 three, deuce. Six, three, deuce. Yeah, yep. rainbow. That is correct.
1: Yep. Um, six, three, deuce, rainbow flop means Paul Newey flops a set. Mm-hmm. Trickett's got an overpair, and Alex has a gut shot with his ace four. Uh, so this is going to start with everybody checking to Sam Trickett, which is weird, because
0: Paul Newey is the initial raiser, and he decided there's, to check middle set. And there's set. four people in this hand. That feels like a bad decision. And the blinds are in this hand. Yeah. Why in the world would you check? It's really this, you know, we were just talking about how he's improved his game and all that. This is a clear mistake.
1: It is. I mean, he's, what is he afraid of four or five or something? Okay, here's
0: the only reason to check. Maybe he's like going a level past all what we're assuming, and he's like, you know what, man, this is a range based check, and like I just check on this board four ways, no matter what I have. Maybe that would be the reason to check. Actually, that's the one reason you can check. That's, that's something reasonable. he
1: may have learned by yeah, now. From... Absolutely. However, I don't think you should be doing that four ways when the blinds are involved and you flop so huge and you can get so much action
0: i think it's a really clear bet and you don't worry you don't worry about range-based stuff four ways so much you just no. play your hand right right because like, you're not going to like c-bet very often period on almost any board when you're four ways right you're just playing your hand usually yeah so i agree this we don't have to think about it
1: well maybe what he thinks is trick it's gonna fire almost all the time if it's checked to him okay which isn't reasonable because Tricket knows this is all over the blinds, this board. Yeah. So he's probably not going to fire his like King Jack offs here.
0: Although Tr- Tricket, as it turns out, has two sevens and yeah. is going to fire. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but I agree.
1: Um, yeah, This it, it seems like just a mistake by Newey, right? Yep. Anyway, Tricket does fire. He fires 3K into 6.2K. Alex calls with his ace four off. He's got the gut shot.
0: Yeah. And an overcard, and he just thinks. But the, he also probably thinks he's the best hand once in but a while. The five's
1: not so good for him.
0: Like, because then there's four to a straight on the board. But he has he's calling with a gut shot. Oh, you're yeah. saying it's hard to get paid.
1: Yeah, it's, be, it's, uh, it's like yes. way better to have ace-four on a deuce-three king board
0: and call with a gut shot. I agree completely. He must think that if he calls, he can fold out Nui's no, big aces, and he has the best hand a lot. I guess. And then he hopes Sam just shuts down, which Sam might.
1: But it's, as we said, not reasonable to think ace-high is the best hand against Trickett's range here, because why would Rickett, uh,
0: Trickett take a shot? When it's, yeah, when the blinds yeah. are there, too. I agree. I don't think this is a good call. No, I don't think so
1: either. And here's another mistake by Paul Newey. He just calls again. I mean, like, yeah. he got the bet. He got a call. This is a great spot to check-raise once you make the mistake of checking. if Maybe your plan was to
0: check-raise. Yeah. This is a really good spot for it. I mean, if we call, what is our plan for the turn? Let's figure it out right now. Are we going to lead the turn? Because if we don't, Trickett's going to check back a huge amount of hands when the blind calls and Newey calls. Yeah, we're missing out
1: on massive value taking this line. Yeah, this is bad.
0: Yeah. So Newey... Forget everything we said. Nui is pooey. Why don't you <laughs> why don't you go eat some more of that, you know, styrofoam? That styrofoam some flavored frickin' some pasta.
1: Some cat butt meat from a cat that died in nineteen eighty two. In so. in
0: underground. <laughs> <laughs> Rich person food. <laughs> <laughs> nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> well, it was a famous cat. Oh yeah. Obviously. From that TV show. Yeah. My favorite cat. Alf. Alf didn't alf eat cats i feel like he did he had a really you know you know there's the uncanny valley with uh graphics and stuff like yeah. that cgi there was a little bit of an uncanny, uncanny valley thing happening for me on alf now alf was a hand puppet for those because he
1: was too expressive
0: <laughs> it's not just that he was too expressive his voice sounded like you know a a postman's voice, yeah. He's like, "Hey, everybody, what's going on?" It's like that can't be an alien. A postman's voice, yeah. That's the way the back in the back do in the eighties. Post, do
1: postmen have a certain voice type? in the
0: eighties? Yes, not oh. anymore. Things have really changed with the internet, but back then, postmen were friendly. They talked a lot, and they had they a were, certain. Voice. They were sleeping with the the woman of the house. Usually, I you thought know. that was the milkman. Oh no, but there weren't milkmen in the eighties. Oh, so, so the postmen that's like had to take 50s. on those had to take on those husbandly type duties. I see. Except, you know, obviously there yeah. were husbands also that they were you know, avoiding. Yes. Because, okay, I'm just going to stop. I All was right. going to go a lot deeper, but I'm going to let it go. All, All right. So guess n- number two. Anyway, Nui is Pui. So that's, that's, that's the, the, point. the point. So he is- doesn't, so he doesn't bet and then he doesn't
1: raise. Yeah, that's bad. These are a couple of mistakes, um, but whatever. He's got the best hand. We're three ways. Okay. Good things can happen, but we can see the problems right away. I mean, Alex isn't going to call anything on the turn unless he improves. Trickett has so many bad cards for him on the turn that Mm. he's not going to bet the turn if it checks to him again very often. What
0: what card in the world can Trickett bet except a seven on the turn? I don't think there's a single card he can bet. Yeah, Literally. I don't
1: think he can bet any board pairs because Alex could have those.
0: He's probably not going to bet any overcards, and he can't bet a four or a five because those bring four to a straight. I mean, yeah. there's nothing he can bet except hitting a two-outer. Which is just,
1: I mean, obviously we don't know Trickett as sevens as Nui, but it's a great example of why taking this passive line is a big
0: mistake. I mean, we're overstating it. Trickett can bet an eight, he can bet a nine, he can bet a yeah, ten. Yeah, he can. He could even bet a jack. But, but he's not going to like any of it, and it's going to be hard to get any real value out of him this way. Right. He may also just
1: check. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if Nui check raised, both these guys might just fold.
0: Yeah, that's true. But that's why Nui should not be doing that. He should just be betting. Yep. Both these guys would call, and Nui gets to have the initiative. Yep. So he doesn't have to worry about any weird checking back or anything like that. That would be better. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's not what happens. Okay. We're going to the turn. We got 15.2K in the pot. Yeah. And the turn is the seven of diamonds.
0: Nui's a genius.
1: Tricket makes a set.
0: Yep. So that's a good hand for him. So we have two sets and a gutter. That's what we have now.
1: Yep. Uh, it is the second diamond. It's a it's a two-diamond board. Yeah. No other flush draws. Alex checks. That makes sense. Nui checks. I guess he's playing in flow at
0: this point. I guess. Sure. And this but is a pretty is,
1: easy bet for Tricket now.
0: Yes. It's like so easy to
1: bet for value. We're losing
0: now. only to 4-5, and 4-5 often would have shown its face by now anyway. Right and there's who cares and there's hands that
1: like we got called in two spots on the flop we can get called again.
0: I mean Nui has I don't know what Nui's... what do we what we're putting Nui on like Ace Queen right? But the other guy the blind can call and we're betting we're not going to let a free card come and let the gutter beat us. There's a lot of
1: scare cards that will either hurt us or make it so we can't get paid on the river.
0: Diamonds also now yeah we're just betting. I mean we're betting we we're so excited like we bet we had a pretty good hand we got called in two spots we're like oh boy most of the board most of the deck is going to suck and then we hit one of the cards that doesn't suck like. How amazing. We get to keep betting.
1: Yeah, one of one of the two cards that doesn't suck. That
0: really, yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty nice. Um, so he bets 10K. Alex folds his ace four. Yep. And what do you want to do as Paul Nui now? I mean,
0: from Paul Nui's point of view, nothing should have fundamentally changed.
1: Right. Unless Trickett just made top two with six, seven suited.
0: Right. Which would be great. Yeah. But I mean, in terms like, there's no reason to believe we're losing as Nui. We should think we're winning. Yes. Trickett can be betting 18, can be betting 19, can be getting seven, six. He could be betting a seven that was just a bluff on the flop, although we don't think he really is doing... No. Maybe, maybe he had a gutter, like seven-five or something, seven-four. I think he just checked that, yeah, too. Yeah, I think he probably checked that. But maybe he bet that and then hit top pair. I don't know. There's stuff he can have here. This is the problem with, with the way Newey played it on the flop. Now it's the whole thing is weird, right? I mean, I suppose Trickett can have four-five still, obviously. He absolutely can. But we're, as Newey, we want to get in against four-five on the flop anyway. We want to get in on the turn, you know, if we have to pick. Well, we have more equity, we're going to run it yeah. more times. But whatever. All right, let's 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 run we're down
1: reasonable care. hands for Trickett to have here. Okay. Um Set of sevens makes sense, obviously. Sure. Set of sixes makes sense, too. Yep. Set of deuces makes sense. Yep. Four, five suited makes sense. Seven six, seven six suited makes sense. Yep. And maybe like seven, f- no. You don't think he
0: has seven, four, seven, five at all? I don't think he's betting it on the turn that often. Oh, I disagree. You don't you think do? he's going to bet top pair when he improves on the turn? Yeah,
1: maybe he is. I think he's yeah. going to bet it.
0: Again, there's so many bad cards that can come, and almost no cards that he can improve on the river that'll make his hand better that he can get value. All right, maybe 7-5 so
1: suited and board. potentially 7-4 suited. I'm not yeah. sure if he's playing that.
0: And then he can also have some air as well. He could have it's like nine ten of something. Pretty unlikely he has air because of the flop. Yeah, and also would he really bet again? Yeah. Probably not. I don't think that, not has, that card. I don't really think he has air. I don't think he too much air either. I agree.
1: So I think it's probably right to just call his Nui against that range. In general, like a lot of the, like the set of sixes and set of sevens are, and four or five suited are all beating you. And that's like half the range there.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. There's just not too much else out there really. And it's tricky. Let's say has two eights in his hand. Is he going to call a check raise with two eights? He probably isn't. No, not against Nui. Right. So if he has jacks, maybe he would find a call, but that's like one hand. And he probably is, I don't even know if he's going to call with jacks.
1: And he's very likely to three bet jacks in the cutoff. When yeah. the Hijack opens. You're right. You're right. Like, his pocket pairs usually stop at nines here. Mm-hmm. And he's probably through betting that a lot, too.
0: Yeah. Okay, I agree with you.
1: All right. So, I guess, like, combinatorially, I think it makes a lot of sense just to call here because we got six combos of oversets and four combos of straights that are beating us, mm-hmm. uh, three combos of an underset, and two combos of six-seven
0: suited. Here's the problem, although I don't disagree with you at all. Um, how are we going to get value on the river? Like, most of his worst hands are going to check back except the set, the worst set, Right. I don't know if I guess, no, is, top two, I guess, could bet.
1: I don't know if we are necessarily in, like, hyper-value mode based on Trickett's range at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if we're just being a little generous with his range, but you're pro- Like, there's so much strong value. I don't know if he can have... I mean, he probably can have other things too, right? Do you think I guess, he, no, we're saying he can have overpairs. Do you
1: think if he has 6.4 or 6.5 six, suited, he keeps betting that on the turn?
0: I think it's possible. I think it's possible he bets it once, and then he can just check back all rivers rather than having to call... A, like, let a bad card come off yeah, and then have to call... But this is players. without any
1: information about Alex or Nui's action either. Keep that in mind. He was three handed still on the turn. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean they both checked to him.
1: I mean, you need some fold equity to bet that hand. Okay. Do I we mean, think we have fold equity against both players
0: very frequently when we bet again? I think we have some fold equity. I mean, Paul knew we can have Ace Queen. I think that's the kind of hand we're putting him on. Yeah, maybe. So we fold equity against that, we protect, we deny him equity. And the other guy can have pairs that we're beating that which you know it's not like we really want him to fold but you know there's just like so many cards that we're going to not know what to do with on the river so maybe we can get value once in a while it's really hard to get value but i think it's i think it's okay to bet just because the deck is so brutal to us you know except when we improve and when we improve it's hard to get value okay on the fair
1: so if he's betting six five six four seven five type hands though those are probably folds to a check raise on the turn
0: unless we size it super tiny which we wouldn't
1: so i think Calling is correct, because the hands that are going to call, we're not doing amazing against.
0: Okay. All right. Do you agree? I think that makes sense. I think that's, that's reasonable.
1: And that's what Paul knew he does. Yeah. So he did that one right, I think.
0: Okay. I'm down with that.
1: This is uh, obviously a cooler, but it's, he's proceeded with caution, so it's not so bad yet. Right. That's nice for him. It's very nice. You know what else is nice for him? Yes. If he owns some Dash Digital Cash,
0: because that's one heck of a cryptocurrency, am I right? Hey, that's the new slogan for Dash Digital Cash, for sure. We've been talking to the slogan guys at yep. Dash. Um, one heck of a cryptocurrency. The reason why, this is part of their slogan, by the way, continues. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a the, long slogan. You know, very, very long. It's like, it's, like, it's several pages. Um, we're just going to do the cliff notes for you people, though. The reason why, like the first paragraph, is because it has crazy fast transactions like one to four seconds... You ship your dash to someone. They get it. It's awesome. And the fees are crazy low, like one cent always. Yeah. Like, come on come on, people, this could really get adopted in the modern world everywhere. Are
1: pennies even legal anymore? I mean, that's, They shouldn't be. Yeah, they're stupid, but that, at least they're useful in symbolizing that we've made a Dash transaction. Exactly. You like,
0: know? a penny is so useless, like, no one would ever consider picking it up, yeah. right, off the thing. But it costs less than that right now to send any amount of Dash to anyone else in the world. Send... million worth of Dash is someone that costs less than a penny. I mean, wow.
1: Yeah, Jonathan could be in China, and I could be here in Portland, Oregon, and I could send him any amount of Dash, any amount of times. Each transaction is one cent. Each transaction is one to four seconds.
0: I mean, who doesn't like that?
1: That's insane. That's why we think Dash is... A real contender to win the currency wars of the cryptocurrencies because yeah. it can be used as a currency. It's yeah. better than a credit card for merchants for sure by a lot.
0: Yeah, they don't get charged three percent. They get charged less than a penny. Yeah. That means they can pass the savings on to you, which ultimately they probably will to encourage people not to use credit cards. Right. Right. So this is all I believe this is all gonna happen in some form or another. Like you said, Dash is a great, great chance to be the winner in the currency part of the cryptocurrency wars. Although there are other things too. There's other kinds of currencies, cryptos, excuse me, that are trying to win other games, like right. trying to win the business game or trying to win the store of value game. But Dash is trying to win this game and they've got, they're a major contender to win.
1: Yeah, they've got a real leg up on everybody. If you want to learn more about Dash, then check out the video we made about it. We made a more in-depth video about cryptocurrency mm. in general and why Dash is special. The link is in the description of this podcast. Yeah, check it out. All right, let's check out this river. Okay. We got uh, a sizable pot now, 35.2k pounds. That's a lot of money. Yep. Um, and we got Paul Newey eating some sort of frog part in the middle of the hand.
0: <laughs> the frog. They, they the call frog, it the frog I, testicle, I think. Yeah. And it actually is a frog testicle. Yeah. Yeah. $40,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's been cubed, though. Without the cubing, it's... It's
1: no, like and it's, it's
0: presented. It, the
1: presentation is immaculate. Oh my though. god! Did you,
0: it's like you eat with your eyes, you know.
1: Yeah, because it's like the the piece of food itself is you know a centimeter by a centimeter. They, they bring it on like a, <laughs> they bring it on like a foot by foot, like adorned golden platter with all sorts of beautiful things on it.
0: Nicely you know? said. <laughs> it looks like
1: it looks like a henna tattoo that thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really really something, and you can understand why for Paul Nui. It's $40,000. It's worth it. I mean, it's an experience that you're paying for, right? So this pot means
1: nothing to him because it's less. Well, it's a little bit. The pot's a little bit more if we're talking dollars versus I just had a
0: great business idea. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I got to just get it out there. I would love to hear your business. Movies for rich people. So you like charge them a lot more to go to the movies. And it's (laughs) only terrible movies. (laughs) No, it could be good movies. That's
1: okay. No, but that doesn't stay in line with the theme of the rich people food.
0: No, the idea is they're paying a lot more though for the same thing. That's what that's the beauty of it all. That's why like You want to go see Black Panther, Paul Nui? No problem. Twenty two thousand dollars. Admit see- one. but that's
1: that we have good sound no the the food thing is better because you're not charging them more for the same thing you're charging them more for the garbage parts of the animal
0: that's true that's true
1: all right like what part of part of the animal are we throwing away today we're gonna we're gonna sell all this meat for like four dollars a pound this like horrible part that touched all the poop that that one's going to the rich people that's (laughs) gonna cost forty thousand dollars
0: yeah all right all right that's fair yeah sort of like what chicken wings became right
1: were they the garbage part of the animal? Oh, yeah. They
0: never used them. And someone finally was like, wait a second. Maybe we can find a way to sell them. And now they're crazy popular, and they, they make really good money on the them.
1: The sauces are nice.
0: Yes, they are. But oh. let's get back
1: to the hand. All right. I don't know why. it's more fun talking about it. I love talking business ideas.
0: <laughs> That's one of our many poker guys <laughs> business ideas. That yeah. one's going to be a winner. Movies for rich people. Yeah. That's the name.
1: All right. So the river comes. We've got a uh, tricket with a set of sevens and new with a set of threes on a deuce, three, six, seven, two diamond board. Okay. The river pairs the board. Uh oh! But neither neither player makes quads. Oh, few. It's the six of spades.
0: Uh oh.
1: Oh dear. All right. So, what do you want to do as Paul Newey now?
0: Okay. Good question. So, if we're Paul Newey, one of the things we have to be really concerned about is Trickett checking back a lot, right? Yeah. If Trickett has eights or nines, he's definitely checking back this card. Correct. Um, now, based on the range that we just put out for Trickett, though, that's a pretty good card for him, right? Like, if he has a straight, he yeah. thinks he has the best hand. If he has a set, now he has a full house. If he had top two, he has a full house, although that's bad for us. Yeah. Um, like, that doesn't hurt most of his range. In fact, we were saying, like, he can have six four and six five, perhaps. And it bet helps those most again. of his range. Yeah, and he's not going to check those back. Although we may, we may question if he's going to be able to call a check raise with a lot of that range. Yeah. So then the question is, do we lead or not? If we don't think he has any bluffs, we may think if we bet big, he's going to fold his weaker parts of his range
1: anyway. Okay, well, if we bet big, if we and by the way, if we bet, it's out of flow. Obviously, yeah, it has been the aggressor, correct? But with the idea of betting, let's just have it as an idea here. The parts of his range that we believed Trickett was betting on the turn, we think he's probably going to fold his eights and nines if we bet right.
0: I would have to think so. Yeah, and
1: if we bet, we're going to bet big because we want to make sure the price is what we want. Mm-hmm. He's going to fold the seven five and, and
0: seven four suiteds. Yeah, because we called twice. Like we, we look like we have yep. a good hand. He's
1: obviously not folding his six seven suited or his seven seven. No, he's not folding his deuce deuce, which is good. Nope, he's not folding four five. He's not folding four five, and he's not folding any 6. 5-6 six, or four six.
0: He's not folding trip sixes.
1: Yeah. So I guess if we bet, we're targeting trip sixes and deuces full, mostly, yep. and four and the four combos of four combos of four five suited. Yep. Of that range. The deuces full and the four or five suited are probably going to bet pretty big anyway. And maybe we can get a check raise in against that. Although I don't know if we want a check raise if we check and he bets. Probably not, actually. Yeah. It's going to be hard to get called by a worse hand that frequently. Then
0: it's harder. Yeah. Then, yeah. If deuces full would consider it, a four or five is probably going to fold. Yeah. And even deuces full is like, I mean, what can you actually be? It's basically four or five, right? You can be four or five if Nui somehow is overvaluing his hand, but he might. Yeah. So maybe. But four or five is going to fold because it's like the best I can do is chop anyway, right?
1: Yeah. So I kind of I kind of like betting here because we get, okay to, with the bet. we get to set the price. There's a lot of hands we're beating that we can get called by. Yeah. And we're worried he's going to check back.
0: Yes. I'd be worried he's going to check back for sure. Um, and like, like you said, if we check raise, we may set up a weird situation where um, we're going to fold out the hands we want to get called by. And of course, never fold out anything better. That would be very bad. We don't want to set that up. So, uh, so betting out's okay. It it's, looks weird. I mean, it looks super strong. Like, but we could have aces. Looks like we have, uh, I guess, we, I mean, it's hard for us to have a six, but I guess we could have a six in our hand. I guess we could have a six. We could have
1: six five or six four suited ourselves, I guess. Yeah. But it's weird that we check the flop. It's weird no matter what we have that we check the it's flop. It's hard to we,
0: imagine any hand we can have here. That we lead out the river. Except maybe like four five. Even that, why wouldn't we bet it? There's no, I mean, this is why we didn't like the flop play. Cause yeah. like, it doesn't make sense not to bet all these value
1: either way. Leading out looks super strong, but I feel like it's still the right play.
0: I'm, I'm down with it. I'm cool and with it. That's what Nui he does. Yeah.
1: Uh, with his threes fully, he, he bets 27,500 into 32, 35,200. So a big bet. Yeah. Now it's on Sam Trickett. Yeah. And he's feeling pretty dandy about that.
0: Well, he's got the second nuts. It's he's pretty good.
1: Never not raising. Right. He must raise here. Um, The question is, what size do we want to make it? Right. Well, Nui is clearly pretty strong, right, based on this line. Yep. Like, there's not really any draws he could reasonably have here that are bluffs. Doesn't matter if he's bluffing, he's folding to any size raise anyway. um, He's got at least trip sixes, I think, right, Nui, when he takes this line?
0: I think it's possible he could have a big overpair and just not want it to check through.
1: I guess so. Aces
0: or something like that. But I think. Again, it's hard to imagine he would have played aces like this, but we can't think of any hand he would play like this. So he
1: might be folding those hands to any size raise anyway. Yeah. So I think we should be targeting the stronger parts of his range. I agree. So I think, I we, think should...
0: we should we should absolutely be targeting trip sixes. Yeah. Because that's the that's the part that makes the most sense based on the line that he took, although it's weird he didn't bet the flop. But it's still like, you just think, so he has like a six suited and somehow didn't bet the flop, but he yeah, checked called and then called the turn and now is betting because he's afraid we're going to check back our pocket eights.
1: Yeah. Maybe something like that. That seems reasonable. The problem with raising it all here, which I'm not saying we shouldn't raise, we obviously should, is that it's going to be hard to get called by almost anything. I mean, if they think it through, if they're a good player and they
0: think it through. I mean, if Nui has a straight or better, it's going to be really hard for him to fold.
1: Well, we're going to have to talk about that because yep. he does have better. And, I know. trick uh, Trickett does raise. Yep. Now, he goes big. He goes real big. Yeah. He makes it 108K. That is
0: enormous. It's like he's hoping... I mean, what... I mean, I guess we're... I mean, it doesn't feel like we're targeting trip sixes when we make it 108K.
1: No, I think trip sixes has a pretty easy fold when we make it 108K. I
0: kind of agree. Trickett's never done anything post-flop except shown strength, and now he's shown huge strength here in this spot, too. So now it feels like we're targeting better than trip sixes with the sizing. Well, luckily
1: for Trickett, Nui has better than Trip Sixes. But this is not a spot where we should be snap calling, I don't think. I think we need to think this through. I agree. We should at
0: least think it through. All right.
1: So, first question Does Trickett have any bluffs? Is it possible?
0: I mean, he's supposed to at least have some bluffs, but it doesn't feel like he has very many. When Nui takes this line, I mean,
1: it's really hard to have bluffs. Like, Like we said, he's probably not bluffing the flop too often into three opponents, especially when the blinds are in there on that board. Yep. So that eliminates a ton of his bluffs. It does. Uh, So it has to be a hand that was a value hand that he's turning into a bluff. Exactly.
0: He's turning like a seven into a bluff on the river something like that. Or maybe turning a six into a bluff even. Could he do that? I think the board is a little too friendly to trip sixes to do that is my guess. Yeah. Like, I think if there was, if a four or five came off on the river and Nui did this, he might turn a six into a bluff because he blocks full houses and he can rep a full house. Yeah. But I think you're probably supposed to just call with your trip sixes and hope Nui turns over two kings. Yeah. That's my guess. It seems like really optimistic to think like, I'm going to get Nui to fold uh, trip sixes with an ace kicker because that's most of what he has if he, you know, that's like near the bottom of his range that we consider calling, right? Yeah.
1: All right. So it's it's if if Trickett has bluffs, it's hard to name them.
0: Basically, agreed. It's 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 one pair that turned in that yeah
1: yeah. Which I don't think he's going to be doing that frequently.
0: No, I don't think so either, and probably less so against Paul Newey. Quite frankly.
1: All right. Next question: Is Trickett ever raising four or five
0: suited? That's the question. Actually, I've been wondering about as we've been talking about this whole thing. I think it's possible he is to this size. That's the question. That's because, the second question. Because sizing. It's clearly sizing like, sizing makes it tougher.
1: If you raise four or five suited, it is definitely for value. It's not a merge or anything like that. It's a hundred percent for value.
0: Absolutely. Of course, it's for value. Yeah. No, this is the problem. Then he has to get called by trip sixes, and he's sizing it too big to do that. Yeah. I think he would probably raise um, four or five suited like to seventy k. I don't know if he would raise it at all. I think he would. When Nui leads the river, what's Nui supposed to have? How does he have full houses? I know he has one, but ex- how does he have anything? Okay, but. How does he have full houses? Like but, it's so hard.
1: But I think you, it's a valid question to respond to your question with. How does he have anything? Okay. With this line?
0: That's that's fair. That's fair. How so does I he think full
1: houses are equally likely to other things.
0: Okay. I mean, I mean, clearly he has a full house. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's a fairly negligible part of, of what Nui should have here. I think we should be raising for value because Nui can have trip sixes and we have to be trying to get value out. It's it's crazy, it's a cash game. It's crazy not to try and get value out of this.
1: Okay. Well, let's forget about that though, because that's if he makes it seventy k, he
0: made it one hundred and eight k, which is different. We
1: think he's probably not doing that with four or five, right? Well,
0: because now I'd be worried that I might the, the very thing I'm targeting may find folds. Yeah, it might
1: be a game three disaster to make one hundred eight k with four or five.
0: Yeah, so then if we wouldn't do that with four or five, the next question is we move it up, we bump it up one. What do we do with deuces full? Maybe, maybe because now we're trying to get called by four or five.
1: Yeah, if we can get called by four or five sometimes, then I guess so. Deuces full is like a maybe, but it's not a slam
0: dunk. It's not automatic, but it's possible. Again, the sizing is the only reason why, but... This
1: is all trending towards a fold for me. It is. For Nui. It is. Because obviously we know Trigger doesn't have threes full. That's impossible. He definitely has 6-7 suited in his range. No question. definitely has 7-7 seven, seven in his range.
0: Yep. And 6-6 six, six in his range, by the way. Oh, and 6-6 six, six in combo. his range. Yeah. Um. Yep. So uh, the size The size makes this, makes this foldable, I think. Yep.
1: If he doesn't have 4-5 suited, even if we give him all three combos of deuces, which we probably shouldn't, but let's do it okay s's and g's here three combos of deuces uh we've got one combo of pocket sixes we've got three combos of sevens and mm-hmm. we've got two combos of six seven suited yeah so that comes to a total of
0: how many combos six i wasn't counting but i'll believe you by the way there's a tiny chance Tricket actually has some six seven offsuits also yeah because he's really deep and so is Nui, and he's got position on
1: And it's him. yeah and it's the rich guy
0: yeah exactly so, so we may have, have like more, more 7 sixes. We could add, more
1: like, two more combos at yeah. least. Yeah. So we're up to, like, eight combos versus three combos. Yeah, that's not good. And let's see. We're getting a price of, it's a, it's 80K to call, mm-hmm. essentially. To win, like, to win 170 or something more? To 180? win, uh, let's see, 35, 30,
0: 30, 170. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But doesn't, yeah, Nui bets half pot on the river, right? No. He bets a lot more than he that? He bets big. How, big, how much is in the pot when Nui gets? 35. Thinks? Okay, and he gets 27. Yeah. Five? Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: So we're getting a little better than 2 to 1. Right. And the combos don't line up with us calling there. Right. If and it's, then- If it's 8 to 3, and that's if we give all three combos of deuces, which we probably shouldn't.
0: So basically what we're coming to is Sam Trickett messed up by sizing this too big. Yeah. Only because Nui is now sensitive to that. He probably didn't used to be. Right. Two years ago, Trickett's getting called all the time by Nui here. For sure. And Trickett, so
1: Trickett may know that this sizing is too much for a good player, but yeah. may be underestimating Nui. Right. Right. Because Nui goes into the long tank. He sips from a glass that was forged by the emperors of old.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's there, to be clear, it's, it's water that they died in. Yeah. It's not, it's not healthy and no. good. But it's very expensive.
1: Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. Um, and he folds. He folds. And I think
0: it's a good fold. Me too. Now that we've really talked about it, I wasn't sure. I didn't really know what to think of it, actually. Um, but this, it's all about tricket sizing on the river yeah. for the race. That he just doesn't look like he's targeting trip sixes. And if he's not targeting tri- trip sixes, then we in trouble. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well. Good, good job, Paul. New. I mean, yeah. we think we think he bungled a lot of the hand actually, but it was a good fold in the end. Yeah, I like to. I liked his whole river play. I liked leading big, and I like folding to the race.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I think so too. I think that's actually all pretty darn good. I think it's inexplicable how he played the flop. Doesn't make any sense. Yep, he pro- he ends up probably losing as little as you possibly can in this spot, though. Yeah, which is by it's just a miracle that it went that way. He would have made way too little though, too. In fairness, like. Like trick is going to check back almost all turns, the river's going to come. Nobody's going to bet. Everyone's going to fold, right? Yeah. Unless the guy with the gut shot hits his gutter, and then he's got us anyway.
1: This uh, this river at least is a bit of a role reversal from what we're used to. We often see stuff like this where we do a breakdown of a hand kind of like this, and it's always the tricket guy making the yeah the good fold.
0: You yeah, know? yeah, that's right. That's right. But we've done so many folds of sets. Yeah. I can't believe it. The last like month and a half, it feels like almost everything is someone folds a set.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: We got to get away from that a little bit. It's yeah. like, it's too much. Although it's all interesting to talk about. It's always about. a good hand. Yeah, it is. It's. A, I mean, when someone folds a set that it, on, on a non-scary board, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And I guess there's still more to mine with that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like uh, like those diamond mines that Paul Newey owns.
0: And That's where he gets, you he know, gets appetizers from the dead rats in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> Just an aperitif of rat tail? Yeah. $35,000. <laughs>
1: because it was acquired by by entering the most dangerous mine yeah. in the world. Uh, only elite spelunkers go down there.
0: Spelunkers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a diamond mine, but there's spelunkers in there and not people who mine diamonds, so that's cool.
1: Well, Paul Newey has the diamond mine not to mine the diamonds, but to admire the diamond
0: mine. Uh, he doesn't want anyone getting in there. Yeah. So, so, but he can't go down there himself. It's too dangerous. Yeah. He sends out other people to admire it for him. When you're that rich, that's just what you do.
1: And then he, they bring the rats up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this is great. I, I think maybe that's... Oh, new business idea. Movies for rich people, but rich people aren't allowed to actually come. They have to pay <laughs> someone else to see the movie for and them. Describe it to they them. They have to pay us to see the movie for them, but it's also very expensive. Okay, we And we don't it. really even tell him about it <laughs> We're just like, yeah, it was pretty good <laughs> You know, two and a half stars I gotta go <laughs> That'll be $2,500 <laughs> Brilliant Yep, I think we're gonna get rich off that yep. Alright, we And all, right. all
1: I need is one mic And I can show every single MC how it's done right Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue-tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not We got one life, and I took a minor break But I'm back to claim the throne Gonna be traveling the globe we still have time to make it home